This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. On this week's show, we take a special look at Cork Sound Fair. But first, new music from Cork Psych Rockers, The Altered Hours. hours with Over the Void, new music taken from the Cork Psych Rockers On My Tongue EP, releasing on the 24th via Penske Recordings. Available for pre-orders at thealteredhours.bandcamp.com, the EP comes in digital format and is pressed across pink and black vinyl pressings, so get in while they last. You're listening to Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie, also available across iTunes and Apple Podcasts. My name is Mike McGrath-Brien. And this week, we're taking a special look at next month's Cork Sound Fair, a new festival dedicated to left field and experimental electronics happening on March 23rd and 24th at St. Peter's, Cork City Jail and the Roundy. When I went on location to interview curator Conor Ruan and artist Robert Kurgenvin at Civic Trust House last week, the plan was to just have a chat about the festival and its now-completed crowdfunding campaign. What greeted me instead was a full impromptu radio studio set up in Kurgenvin's office, as well as a playlist designed by the pair, featuring some of the festival's featuring artists. We go now to some of those chats, recorded as live and on location. We're here at Civic Trust House, uh, upstairs in the top floor in Robert Kurgenvin's office, uh, where I'm talking to uh, Connor Ruan, founder of Cork Soundfair. Yeah, but, uh, thanks very much, Mike, for the, for the podcast. And Robert Kurgenvin, uh, artist and performer at Cork Sound. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the office. Thanks for coming. Cheers, Thanks for Robert. Me. Thanks very much for letting us use your lovely office. Impromptu radio studio can be impromptu wherever you need to be. 
Sound Fair is March 23rd, 24th, um, and the two of you were instrumental in its creation and in its establishment. Just take us through how Sound Fair came together and kind of what the MO of the of the fest is. Um, I suppose it's a... Um, I just see it as another piece of the jigsaw of, of what's happening in Ireland and across Europe of... The, the development of uh, left field sound and left field ideas and um, it's kind of very much um, it's 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 on the shoulders of other things like open ear drop everything um, the cherry tracks record label and uh, it's just another kind of piece of the puzzle I think and it's another thing to gel and maybe share ideas swap ideas and just kind of push that the, the left field sound a bit more and uh, yeah get into kind of the heart of the city again like I know we do a lot of festivals and it's it's very much out in the countryside but this is to bring it back in and you know bring music back into a historical kind of uh, points in in the city again feeding some more streams back into the mainstream the festival happens across a number of beloved venues around the city, um, some of which are not necessarily used to hosting large-scale sound events prior. Take us through, I suppose, the selection process for venues and how it all came together. Um, I suppose the selection process was uh, was quite natural. Um, I used to work for a collective, and I was involved in a collective in Dublin called Baby Red and Wolf, and we, um, we always wanted to bring a different element to parties and... Uh, use unique locations um a lot of those locations were you know um you know diy spaces and stuff like that and i always had it in my back at the back of my head when i moved down to cork that i'd like to do something similar but i wasn't sure really what it was going to be or what shape it would kind of take and i used to pass the jail cork city goal um pretty much every day on the way back from work and uh, I said that would be a pretty cool place to do to to do something, but I wasn't sure really what would would suit there. So I checked out the website, and lo and behold, they they, they rented out for weddings and events. And I approached the, the management there, and they were very uh, they were very interested to get involved. And then I also seen St Peter's at the same time, and I walked into St Peter's and was like, "Wow, this this is very unique." And uh, yeah, it was. It's two very unique venues. I, it's very hard to get them anywhere in Ireland. Um, never mind Europe or, or even like you know, in, especially in the heart of the city. Um, so yeah, it was. It was quite. It was quite natural and quite, quite um, a no-brainer for me. You've also managed to snare the two best heritage venues in town yeah. and in a city where there's not many mid-sized venues. So you've got two 250 capacity venues that mm-hmm. are really lend themselves to a great performance as well. So the setting's already there when people walk in. They're going to have it in their mind that this is something special. Yeah, and I, I think that like the 200, and 200 to 250 number, I think, is kind of perfect you know, to do something like this because... It's it's the nature of the music, you know, the connection with the artist, people there. It's 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 really key. Um, if you're to do something in a, in a bigger kind of capacity venue, I think a, a lot of it would be lost. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm highly looking forward to it. Speaking of talent, there's a large international component as well as a massive local component. 
to the lineup um, in Cork Sound Fair, some of whom will already be very familiar to regular Cork gig goers like mm-hmm. African Fiction, Gadget in the Cloud, and so forth. Um, for those that are unaware, uh, can you take us through the lineup, how you came upon them, etc., and how it tied into the concept? Um, yeah, so the the lineup is it's kind of uh, it's I suppose it's a mixture of people that I've seen in Cork since I've since I've came here. I'm I'm quite at the blow in. I'm only here about a year and a half or so, um, and then it's also people that I've I've come to know in the Dublin Dublin music scene, and uh, it's people that I've always kind of had a fascination about how they produce their music, especially Beatrice Dillon. Uh, she's got a very unique sound. And I think the one kind of collective kind of point in it all is that it's it's a unique sound, and it's 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 uh, it's as I always say a left field kind of mentality. We'll uh, head to the first two tracks there in Connor's curated playlist. Uh, we got Robert Congenven, um with a piece of his called Allegro Integrito Altre. Uh, do you want to introduce the piece, Robert? Um, this is actually from a live performance at the Blue Note in Poznan in Poland um, that I did on a tour in 2009. Um, it, this is probably the most radio-friendly track that I could, that's not too abrasive, it's not too quiet um, because there's a fair spectrum of what I've been releasing. But um, this was just using a specialised dub plate and I'll be using a couple of dub plates um, for a new audiovisual set at um, Cork Sound Fair. So I thought that this is to a degree representative of some of the karma parts and Connor, you've also chosen Nadir with "I Might Be Human." Yeah, so the Nadir are going to have their debut performance. Uh, it's a duo of uh, Lee Maher and Jamal Sol. Uh, they're two producers that are very hardworking guys. They've kind of come together to kind of focus on music that they uh, are interested with a um, a uh, soundtrack uh, element. So I know the two guys are very heavily influenced by sci-fi and. And that kind of whole uh, spectrum of, of things. So we'll have Robert Kugenvin with Allegro Inseguito Ultra here on Red on Red.
Nadir with I Might Be Human here on Red on Red. We're back to the Civic Trust House with Connor and Robert, and the discussion continues on the Cork Sound Fair uh, happening March 23rd and 24th in Cork City. Um, the festival is unique in that it is, number one, a non-profit festival and also has made extensive use of crowdfunding as a means of not only seeking out you know, advanced financial support, but also as a means of scaring up community support. Um, Connor, your, the non-profit was very much your idea and your baby. Kind of take us through the mechanics of a non-profit as regards music and also benefits or the ins and outs uh, of non-profits regarding festival organization. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the the non-profit element uh, uh, kind of allows me to kind of concentrate on on what's key to it, I suppose, and that's the the music, and also it gives people, um, you know, a sense of this is theirs also, you know, um, and it's not, the money isn't going into somebody's back pocket or to some large, you know, corporation. This is, you know, very much the artists are at the heart of this, this and it's I, I'm setting this up as like an open source venture where I can show that um, or try to show that these sort of events can happen in in cities uh, and support left field music um, you know so I suppose that that was my kind of main main modus operandi with the, the non-profit element uh, the fundus I kind of fed into that because we obviously need to secure funding for uh, in the insurance, uh, the the venue rental, equipment rental, that sort of thing. So that's all feeding into it. Um, so, yeah, it was funded. .ie are actually quite a good company. They're Irish-based, and they've been very good at uh, championing our ideas and also checking in with us and just making sure that, like, you know, how's it going, coming up with a different ideas for us to kind of push our um, our festival and our event. I think also with earlier ticket sales, people realizing that they're getting um, higher production standards and, mm -hmm. um, you know, very fancy venues, which if you're selling things on the door, it's often, right, so it's an established venue, like you're bringing everything in mm -hmm. to make it into a venue that wasn't previously there. So it, the, the special nature is often quite similar to going to see, if it, you know, like Deck Mantel or um, Houghton Festival or, you know, Insert Techno Festival here. Whereas the difference is that this is happening and you don't need to go to the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. We're, we're literally bringing it to your, your front doorstep uh, here in Cork. So coming up next anyway, we have Autumns, who you've picked as part of the playlisting mm -hmm. and he's been kind of marked out as one of the, the go-to acts for the festival. Uh, can you kind of talk us through what we can expect? Yeah, so Autumns kind of brings a very loud, noisy punk sound um, to the St. Peter's Church. Um he uh, has played gigs in Moscow and uh, he recently played a Dublin uh, DJ set um, for Drexia Night in the Bernard Shaw and he was really re well received there um, and a few of my uh, open ear friends have seen him live and uh, they've said he's, 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 he's amazing. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. The set, he, he brings a lot of energy and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it should be really good. And Davy Kyo, yeah, Davy. I suppose um, I, I've 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 seen Davy in in, uh, in in Dublin, and I've also seen him uh, here in Cork uh, when he played. 
But uh, Robert, I think you were saying that you, you caught him in Dublin recently enough in the Douglas side. I, I yep. really, wa- I really wanted to get to that gig. Actually, that was yeah, it was a really nice night. It was you know the guys from Open Ear and a whole bunch of other people all turned out and sold out nicely. It was a very enjoyable evening. Um, you've totally sold me on Autumns as well. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's 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 actually quite young and uh, he's he's. Um, He's really, he's really something special. I think um, I've seen clips of the gig in Moscow, and he was standing up on a table, and you know, tracks were going off. Um, it was something, something special. So. We'll put down the plastic. Pardon? We'll put down the plastic and make sure that <laughs> no mess is yeah, yeah. good. That sounds good. So we have Davy Kyo coming up, but up first, Autumn's with female model here on Red on Red.
That was Davy Kyo with Storm Desmond here on Red on Red. We're back upstairs in the Civic Trust House discussing Cork Sound Fair happening on the 23rd and 24th of March. I'm here with Conor Ruan and Robert Kergenvin, um, two very important components of the festival. And two of the festival's big draws really are large-scale installations that are site-specific for the for St. Peter's and for uh, Cork City Jail. Um, take us through, I suppose, what people are to expect from two large-scale sound installations. Um, yeah, so I, I, I suppose a, a lot of people would be most familiar with uh, Kevin Callan's work. Um, Kevin had a residency here in the National Sculpture Factory, and he uh, also um, teamed up with uh, another National Sculpture resident, uh, Thomas Penka, uh, to uh, come up with their... Uh, very unusual and uh, very unique uh, Isaac Cronin uh, sculpture and sound installation. Um, and there's there's videos on our Facebook page about uh, their previous previous work. Uh, but they will adapt this 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 idea to St Peter's, and there is a small altar which people will be able to view the installation uh, from. And it's uh, basically it, it combines Kevin's uh, ceramics works with uh, Thomas's uh, 3D and uh, sound work uh, to form this um, very unique and kind of interactive uh, uh, projection. And it's 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 essentially yeah it's 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 a mixture of like falling water and sound uh, modelled on a projection. Um, so it's 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 something to actually see in person. Um, it's definitely you know, I was blown away by the National Sculpture Factory that night, and uh, it was actually Culture Night. Um, so I'm really looking forward to what they're going to bring to St Peter's. Um, the second installation then is a uh, uh, crystal entity from uh, Dervler Burn. Uh, Dervler Burn um, is an award-winning designer essentially, but she is uh, working with um, uh, sound engineers to bring about this uh, mass kind of uh, body of of recycled straws that which kind of look very similar to a crystal and they light up when they uh, are synced with uh, music um, so they, they, they code they, the, the lighting to the music so they'll be uh, decorated around the jail uh, for the Saturday night and they'll illuminate uh, while, they, while, the, while the music is, is actually um, happening so that's actually going to be uh, the installation will be all around the the session of the jail. It won't just be in one specific place. But I mean, like this is hugely interesting mm-hmm. um, from a from 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 an artist's perspective. Um, what can I suppose those that are uninitiated uh, with left field electronics expect from Cork Sound Fair? I think if people are catching this podcast by accident, that it's equally part of the um, surprise going to see Cork Sound Fair. Like you might see the same acts play two nights in a row in two different cities in the world, and it could be completely different depending. So by turning up, you're fundamentally changing how the experience is and what people bring to the venue in terms of their attitudes is going to shape how people play. I think that there's a lot, it's a lot more elastic than a band playing. That like a band will go through their songs. There's actually a lot more room to move with this kind of music. There's a lot more room to respond directly to the acoustics in the venue, to what people are doing, and also to mess with people a little bit. You know, it's not strictly about delivering what people want. It's about actually anticipating what they might be surprised by or what might actually take things somewhere new. 
So we'll go to the next part of the playlist there. Uh, you've picked two more tunes there, uh, Connor. Uh, Warrior with Birds and Beatrice Dillon and Call Super with Fluo. Um, I suppose take us through your rationale for the selection and what they bring to the table. Yeah, so Warrior is a very interesting uh, act. Uh, Warrior uh, has just recently returned back from uh, living in Leipzig in Berlin for 15, 20 years where she uh, really honed a craft of circuit bending and using uh, old toys to to recreate uh, other instruments. So she will uh, take to the stage and also do a workshop in St. Peter's uh, during the day and show people how to break down the, the components of, like, say, an old circuit board in, in, a, in, a, in an old toy. And there'll be, like, a four- or five-hour workshop. And at the end of it, then, people will be able to use these instruments um, and there will be a kind of like a choir of loud, noisy, droney music uh, in St. Peter's uh, for people to enjoy uh, as part of that workshop. And Beatrice Dillon. Yeah, so Beatrice Dillon, again, a very unique sound. Uh, she's been on a lot of people's, that re- this release that we're including on in, in the track is in a lot of people's top 10 picks for the year. Um, she's got a very, very, um, very select and wide-ranging um, uh, spectrum of music and Call Super is kind of referencers like, you know, an, an amazing person to, to work with on this record. So um, I'm highly excited for her sesh, uh, live sesh, first sesh actually in Ireland as well, in, in the jail in March. Savage. The bass should be phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs>
that's all from this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, share this on your social media, and please make sure to check out the artists featured, whether online or at an upcoming live gig. If you'd like more Irish tunes, be sure and listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM 104 to 106. We leave you with one more tune from Cork Sound Fair. Over the past couple of years, musician Chris Summers has been exploring electronica in all its shapes and sizes under the moniker of African fiction. After releasing debut jam Heat last year, his explorations in improv and live techno with his value and kennel side projects have informed his upcoming performance at Sound Fair, introducing to his music an expanded range of sounds and textures. This is African fiction with a song working titled The Most Boring Thing Happened in Iceland the other day. I've been Mike McGrath, Brian, and we'll talk to you next week.
This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. We're heading out to some more music. Uh, we have Autumns and Davy Kyo lined up. Uh, Autumns, uh, Derry electronic composer, who is uh, one of the ones to watch um, throughout the festival. Uh, do you want to talk us through? Yeah, Autumns. Uh, he's he, like I haven't actually seen him live yet, uh, and I'm going to admit that. But he, there's a risk. Yeah, but um, I caught him at Douglas Hyde on my third ever visit to Dublin. Oh, sorry, that was that was Davy, was it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen I've seen Davy a couple of times. Um, you mean there's more than one? So, well, sorry, D- Davy. Davy plays plays in a band, but I think um, Mike was referring to Autumns. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, just the end of the. We're cutting all of this. We're gonna. <laughs> we're just gonna throw it out into the river and pick it up when it's clean again. Sounds yeah. good. I'll just be back under the table if you need. <laughs> Do you want to take that from the top? So, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I actually. What like is it you like to do on weekends? And what are you wearing right now? <laughs> <laughs> 